Welcome to the gang that is joining. Um, we know some of you trickle in a little late at times, um, but it is super exciting to have you with us for another subscription e-commerce live. Uh, this session, we are joined by Kelly Vaughn of Govalo and the Tap Room. I'm so excited to have her on today. Just a quick reminder about who's bringing you the, these amazing discussion sessions. I feel like they get better with each one. Um, this is my only promo bit in the whole thing is this is brought to you by ARPU, which is in charge of your upcoming shipment notifications because they should be making more money. So we offer two click upsells and delays and um, it replaces your recharge upcoming shipment notification if you are on Shopify or on big commerce. So go out and find out more about ARPU at getarpu.com. That put aside, if you have questions during this session, please drop them in the chat. Seth will be checking those and would like to invite you to come on to ask them live, or we can ask them for you if you're a little more shy and timid. As a reminder, this is pushed out um, as a replay to YouTube. So if you don't want to be on screen or you don't want to mention your company name, those are some things you want to keep in mind. You can always email us after if you think we need to edit something out. All right, let's get started. So Kelly is with Govalo. They've done like something new recently. I feel like they just yeah. launched a thing or had an amazing thing happen today. What was that that happened <laughs> with Govalo today? So uh, the, the, the top level, Govalo is a, a new gift card experience for Shopify. Uh, we launched a little over a month ago, about a month and a half ago now. And uh, as of today, if you visit apps.shopify.com, you will see us in the spotlight section for the next week which is very exciting. Yay. So that is huge. It happened really, really quickly, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, I feel like I remember reading about you starting this journey this summer and you're already mm -hmm. live and up and running right in time for the holiday season. So can you tell us just a little bit about the process of getting an app from idea to a working product in that um, quick time span? Yeah, for sure. So a little background about me. I am a software engineer. I've been building on the Shopify ecosystem for a little over seven years now, probably about seven and a half years. So uh, I also uh, run the tap room as a Shopify plus development agency. And so we've been working with merchants for quite some time now. And when you, you know, when you work with so many merchants, you start to see the same pain points again and again and again. And one of those pain points is gift cards. Uh, if you were to offer gift cards, uh, just using Shopify's native solution, for example, and I wanted to buy you a gift card or buy someone a gift card from your store, I purchased the gift card, it gets emailed to me, and then I have to forward the email to somebody or just like print it out and be like, here you go. There's no true gifting in the gift card process. And we're like, we need to solve for this, especially as we're approaching we're officially in the holiday sales season. It's no longer approaching. We're definitely deep within it at this point. And as we all know, the supply chain situation is very bleak and it's going to continue to be for the, you know, well into the future. So we couldn't have launched at a better time. Uh, we started officially, I think we wrote our first line of code in the first week of July. And we uh, got published in the App Store on October 4th. So we went from idea, uh, basically uh, putting out our, our MVP, our minimum viable product, uh, just, we wanted to make sure you can give a gift card to somebody else by entering the recipient's information and you can schedule a gift card for the future. So that was the first thing we solved for, and we're continuing to build out the, the experience now every single day. 
Awesome. Yay. I'm excited for this because I agree. Like we on our end have been thinking about gifts and have something coming out that's just a way with your upcoming shipment notification to send a subscriber that notification and say like, hey, do you want to buy anyone a gift? Because you obviously subscribe to our product and love it, etc. And when you start researching like the the process by which people send people gift cards, some of it gets really murky and junky. And like, there's a lot of little like bad UI or UX going on in between the gifter and the gifty that could be like really improved. So we are super excited about Govalo. I want you to talk to us a little bit about <clears throat> that supply chain issue and um, how you could potentially as a merchant skirt some of the problems you might be seeing. I know that one of the things that Govalo um, offers and maybe one of the more premium tiers is like the ability for there to be a gift card offer when an item is out of stock. So I'm sure some of our merchants who are on this call would be really interested in understanding how that works and how they could utilize something like that. Yeah, for sure. So talking about the supply chain first, because it's a, mm -hmm. a, it's one of those weird topics that I absolutely love to talk about, but it's incredibly depressing. Right now it is anyway. Uh, so, you know, I've done a lot of research on just like, you, you see it in the news all the time. And I think there's a, there's a level to which you see everything kind of shift to, uh, <laughs> I hate to call it like the normal people, like outside of the e-commerce space. When they start talking about supply chain issues, you know, it's a serious issue. It's not just the, the merchants or the retailers who are feeling the pains. Everyone's feeling it. So, you know, the whole thing about a supply chain is that a chain has multiple links. And every single link in that supply chain is broken right now. You know, in China, they have a zero COVID policy. So if, if they have a single case, everything shuts down. So I can't get products out of China over in time to the U.S. or wherever they're being shipped from. But we're talking, you know, the number of uh, ships off the coast of Long Beach, for example. You know, last I checked, it was like 70, 80, 90 ships. It's, it's, it's awful. And it's a little bit of everything that's out there as well, from, you know, medications to little trinkets for, for, for the holidays. And so you can't get the products off the ships because there are not space to actually unload the products. You don't have enough people to unload the, the ships. You don't have enough storage after you take them off the ship to put them into a warehouse. You don't have enough trucks to actually move from the warehouse to wherever they need to go. So every single link in this chain is currently broken. And so our focus at Gavala right now is what can we do to remedy, if, if we can't solve the supply chain issue, what can we do to help you kind of get through the holidays? What can we do to help you still continue to delight your customers when everyone else is disappointing them? And as you mentioned, we have this sold out functionality, which is one of my favorite features. Uh, one of the, it was not supposed to be part of our MVP. It was like a, a, a little weekend sprint that we kind of uh, jumped into. So basically when you land on any product on, on a product page uh, and it, that variant is sold out, what we do is add a button below the sold out button that says send a gift card instead. So that way there's no true dead end on any single product you're viewing and your customers will always have that option to purchase something else. Now, there are a lot of brands that are using, let's say like a back in stock app. So you'll see like sign up for restock notifications. I think that having that sign up for restock notifications and send a gift card instead is the perfect solution because you're offering two solutions for two different people. If I'm purchasing something for myself, wanting that back in stock notification is really important. 
if I'm purchasing for somebody else, at least I can give them a gift card. And if they want to sign up for restock notifications, they can do that. But you're addressing two different customer bases there. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So <clears throat> let's talk about like gift cards just in general for a second. And especially like gift cards that are to specific stores and kind of the, the value of that versus like the, I just gave you like this Visa gift card thing that you could use anywhere. Or I gave you an Amazon card that you're going to be able to use on anything. Um, I think maybe you might have something to say about like the personalization that, that giving from a specific store and especially for um, e-commerce that is like new e-commerce, right? Like we went from brick and mortar and there's pandemic and like, so there are stores who need, need our, um, our buying power behind them. Like they don't, they are suffering. Right. And so mm -hmm. kind of just like maybe some of the, the tips and tricks or things you have learned along the way, as you explored like subscriber or just general, like fan loyalist to stores behavior around gift cards and what inspired some of the, the feature sets that you came up with. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, a lot of people think <clears throat> of gift cards as like a cop out as a gift. Like I can't, I didn't think of what else to get you. So I just got you a gift card. And that's often the case when you have something like an Amazon gift card or a Target gift card. But since the beginning of the pandemic, we've seen a huge shift in focus on supporting small business of supporting SMBs because everyone is suffering and struggling through this pandemic together. So what can we as consumers do to support retailers at the same time? And being able to purchase a gift card from a, an individual uh, retailer, is, it, it actually has two benefits there. For the retailer, it's almost a stopgap measure to start providing some source of cash flow. Um, if you're going to be offering gift cards, just a side note, talk to your CPA, uh, talk to your accountant because there are uh, uh, gift cards are considered deferred revenue. They don't do, they do not count as actual revenue until the gift card has been redeemed on the store. So talk to your uh, accountant about how to handle gift cards before moving into it. But it does provide cash flow in the in the interim until that gift card has actually been used. But at the same time, if I know that I like I wear Everlane all the time, I love buying things from Everlane. But my friends, they don't know what size I buy from Everlane. And so if they buy me an Everlane gift card, I know they, they put that extra thought into like, what kind of gift would Kelly like? I know she likes Everlane. It's like that extra human touch that you get from getting a gift card from a store that you truly love. And you're also helping to build that brand loyalty between that customer and the, and the retailer as well. And so if you have a friend who, like if I have a friend who've never, who's never shopped at, let's say Milk Bar, I love Milk Bar. If I, I might buy a gift card to Milk Bar for one of my best friends and she's never bought a cake from Milk Bar before. And so I just made it much easier for her to buy her first cake from Milk Bar. And suddenly she's obviously going to become uh, a returning customer because Milk Bar is amazing and everyone loves it. Nice. Nice. Yes. So I, I think it's great because I tend to, I tend to do the last minute gifts for like my teenage nephew and niece. And those tend to be gift cards because that's at that age, like they, they love getting something they can go spend somewhere. Um, exactly. So it's really like nice to me that um, more and more stores are offering the ability to get a gift card. And now that I can do that online, it's, it's like I can introduce them to new, um, new vendors that they might not have known about, but now they're exploring those. So 
wanted to talk with you. We, we are living in the land of subscription. We have a um, question in the chat that I think I'm going to like allow to interrupt our <laughs> flow because um, I don't know how to spell, uh, pronounce this. Is it Gile? Gile? Um, if Gile would like to come on and ask, you can, or if not, I'll ask it for you. It's a pretty simple question, um, but it was about any plans for Govalo to integrate with Recharge. Yes, so, we are. Uh, Jill, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> no worries. No say. worries. <laughs> yes. So we are actively building out our Recharge integration right now. Uh, as we, as I'm speaking here, one of my engineers is currently building out the integration, which is very exciting. We're, uh, I, I was a, an OG shop or a recharge partner uh, back when they first started their, their partner program. And I am very into the subscription space, very into recharge. So recharge was one of the first, uh, first uh, tech partners that came to mind that we wanted to integrate with. And the, the, the gifting subscriptions at the moment is very difficult. Uh, especially, you know, there's a, there's an ownership piece to gift, uh, to gifting, uh, subscriptions where if I were to purchase a, like a recharge subscription for you, for example, uh, I own that subscription. And so if you like move and change your address, I need to update it for you. And so we're, we're building an integration to make it easy to actually give the, the, the purchasing power to the gift recipient to actually start their own subscription. And if they want to continue that subscription on, uh, beyond that, we make it so that the subscription does not have to expire either. Ooh, interesting. Excellent. Okay. So apologies to Jill. It was that extra E at the end. I love the way it's spelled though. Now I'm, now I'm like going to be looking for that. You know, when you see something, <laughs> then you start seeing it everywhere. Um, so next thing I kind of want to get into as we talk about subscriptions and a lot of the people in here are recharge or they're, they're selling subscription products um, <clears throat> is kind of, I thought I would ask you to reflect on your work with, uh, any of your taproom clients and um, just your general work in the subscription and e-commerce space um, and that history to talk about like what um, reasons you would give merchants to make subscription management kind of as easy and convenient as possible. I think we already hit on that with, which is why you are uh, starting an integration with recharge. Um, but to go kind of beyond that, if you will give us just kind of your experience in the subscription industry and, and the subscription management factor that our merchants should be thinking about when they're building out experiences for those subscribers. For sure. For sure. So, uh, as we all likely know at this point, um, it is much cheaper to retain an existing customer than it is to acquire a new customer. So if you can get a subscriber, it's cheaper to keep them on board than it is to find a new subscriber again and start that trust relationship all over the, all, all over again. And so when it comes to subscription management, you want to make it as easy as possible for customers to stay subscribed, ex, you know, discover new products that you're offering and be able to manage their subscription online. You know, I see a lot of brands uh, try to lock things down to make it as difficult as possible to cancel a subscription, for example. If you want that, that customer to come back, maybe I just need to cancel because, I don't know, I'm traveling this month for the holidays. And so I just need an easy way to uh, hit pause on that subscription. But if you make it difficult for the customer to reach out to you, or like they have to like physically call you or write you an email to make that change, it's, it's, you're going to, you know, that, that, that relationship is start going to start disintegrating and they you know, they might actually do that, but then never come back again. 
And so it's really important to be adding, you know, adding value to that customer relationship after they've already become a subscriber and keep these kinds of things in the back of your mind as you're trying to communicate with these subscribers and communicate with your customers. Like, what can I do to make sure that they're still happy now, even if they've been a customer for, you know, one, you know, one month, six months, two years, every customer has value and every customer just wants to be seen as an individual and not just a number on your store. Excellent. Excellent. I love that, that response. I think, um, we kind of forget sometimes in our dev and software world that like, it's not always obvious, like what the subscriber is experiencing to the, the full on merchant, like marketing and retention team. Right. Like I've been on marketing teams before that were non-e-commerce where they weren't really auditing the amount of communication that was happening with any particular customer who was in like five segments or something and and like getting five or six emails a week, all asking them to buy something else or cross-selling something else. And all um, like, I think you can equate making it difficult to manage your subscription to like badgering someone with email. Like it's kind of the same feel, right? Like you just like, no one wants to feel like they don't have control of what their money is being spent on. Like they, the more you put them in the driver's seat, the more they want to drive the path that you've put in front of them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you, um, to like kind of, and, and if you want to screen share, that's great. I don't know if you have anything pulled up or ready. Cause I'm like totally springing this on you. Um, but I was fascinated by some of the case studies on your site. And it, it seemed to me that your team puts a lot of thought from the tap room into, um, building out like compelling reasons to subscribe for your customers. And I don't know if they, if those merchants are like telling you here's what we want, or if you're working with them on a collab of like, hey, let's make this more compelling than subscribe and save. Um, but I thought maybe I could just get you to riff on the the importance of building something that is more than a discount if you're trying to build a brand that is sustainable and is going to have growth and be able to scale it. Yeah, it's the difference between are you looking to have somebody get that small discount? Is that all you want? Usually that's not. Usually you're wanting to build a community around your brand. And that's what you should really be focusing on when you're when you're building out any kind of subscription offering. And it's important to address any kind of potential questions that could come up uh, prior to subscribing. Um, if if you've I, I, I co-host a podcast called Commerce Tea, and I talk about uh, FAQs a lot. It's one of my 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 die on this hill kind of things that I will never shut up about. Um, especially when you're offering subscriptions, answer those questions up up front. After you already have subscribers, you have potential subscribers who are asking you these questions, add them to the FAQs. You can have them not separately just on an FAQs page alone, which you definitely need. Every brand needs that no matter what, uh, but also directly on that subscribe and save or subscribe subscription page to begin with. So you, I would really focus around like, how am I going to you know, create value for these customers beyond just giving them like a 10 or 15% discount? Because for some, that's enough for most I mean, I have, I have a few subscriptions myself that I literally just keep on auto, you know, auto renew just because I don't really think about them. And I'm just happy when they arrive. 
But, you know, let's take like Olipop, for example, if you subscribe to their, uh, their like prebiotic drinks, they're delicious. Um, if you, if you are subscribed to them, occasionally they might like send you another like little gift with your, with like a renewal, for example, it's those little surprises, the handwritten notes, the little thank yous that come out of there. They're like, those are the things that that build that customer loyalty. Those are the things that keep people coming back again and again and wanting to stay subscribed, but also wanting to tell their friends, like if I had a really great experience, I'm going to post about it on Twitter, for example, and it might convince somebody else to subscribe. Ask me how many people I've uh, convinced to purchase a Peloton. And that's a really good example. Ooh, how many people have you convinced to purchase a Peloton? <laughs> Since April, I've, con- I've gotten nine people to buy a Peloton. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So we just changed the topic of this um, little session to like how to convince other people to buy things that you love. Uh, <laughs> and so um, we're hoping Peloton will pay us for this advertisement moment. Um, no, that's awesome. Um, so uh, I think it must have been, I can't remember if it was All Girls Shave Club or if it was another one. It has to be one of the ones, it might have been mask moments that I felt like, wow, that's a great benefits of subscribing page. And there was like maybe like six blocks of copy. It was on one of the um, the case studies, like you had mm-hmm. pulled that in. And so I'm, I'm going to give you time, but I'm going to tell people like, I found this compelling um, because it went beyond what I expect a mask company to tell, you know, like to tell me these are the reasons you might want to subscribe. And so while you, while you look for that, um, I'm going to like scan the chat for any questions that we have coming in so that we can address those. I did, I did, I was able to pull it up. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yes. So Seth, if she has permission to screen share, he You're holds all the reins. He holds Wonderful. Them all. I'm going to share my screen. Um, I apologize for all my open tabs. I did not close them. Do not apologize. <laughs> it's actually not that bad, no. but you know, oh, uh, there I it. am with my, uh, my supply chain articles open right now. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is wonderful. Look at this people. Like this makes me feel like I'm, I'm getting something instead of a discount, in addition to a discount, right? Exactly. You're, you're selling, you're not only selling a product, you're selling this membership, you're selling this community, you're selling this brand loyalty. And by adding these additional, fun- this d- additional features, this, uh, you know, calling out what else you're getting, even if it's the same thing that's going to be on the product page, the presentation matters in the, you know, you, if you could buy these one off, then great. But if there's a reason to subscribe to them as well, um, like we just recently, uh, rebuilt uh copper cow coffee's website um i can pull that one up it's not on our on our portfolio yet but we they they uh shifted entirely to a subscription model you can still buy things one off but the 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 core here is focusing on uh on this subscription so you can build your own box so you know a, a fun little quiz flow um to choose you know your personalization options so i'm just going to say those two as i sit here and drink a cold brew and i did not choose that one <laughs> um, you know oh yeah yeah we talked about with this this with Matt like the future of subscriptions is feeling like it's being built custom for you right? yes right like that that's that's the way um things are going to be going exactly. the buyer is going to expect more and more ability to not just conveniently 
um, adjust, but to feel like they are getting exactly what they want for who they are at that point in time in their life. Exactly. So now I have a box that's been specifically customized to me. And yes, it is technically subscribe and save, but, and I can purchase it one off if I want to, but I'm much more likely if I now see what I'm going to be getting in here, I can still pop over here and change out the flavors that I want instead if I want something different to try. But it makes it so easy to give that, that, that extra personal touch. Here's those additional selling points. Same thing you'd buy one off. But if you're saying like, look at all these amazing things that you get with the subscription, plus here's everyone else who really loves it as well. Why mm -hmm. not subscribe? Right. So it's just kind of building that out to be more than a snap second decision and more of a, is this a lifestyle I want to adopt kind of decision? Exactly. Excellent. Okay. So Marco asked, and I hope it's okay that I'm asking this for you, Marco. Uh, I was going to, is it okay He's if coming I on? unmute him? Yeah. We've been yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. private messages. Okay. Totally. All okay. right. I'm about to <laughs> ask you to unmute Marco, and then you can add some context to your question as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hi there, everyone. Hey, Kelly, it's great to have you here today. So I know that you've been working with uh, clients at the top room agency, and I'm pretty curious to understand which kind of benefits of subscription benefits you've seen to be the most effective for retention. Because right now, I see that you're, you've pretty much broken down the squeeze funnel, which is based on the bottom effect to make customized recommendation to clients. And um, which is pretty good. But at the same time, uh, even uh, companies like Four Sigmatic, uh, Parkbox, uh, I would say Dollar Shave Club, uh, focus on uh, intrinsic motivators, such as V programs, communities, and so on. And so I'm pretty curious to know which kind of experience did you have with this one? Yeah, I, I prefer community-based subscriptions more than anything if possible. I think Freshly Picked is a really good example of this. Uh, I haven't been on their website in a hot minute, so I'm hoping it's the same as it used to be. Uh, but, but Freshly Picked is a great example of building a, building a subscription around or building a community around a subscription. So you're joining this membership instead um, where you get access to other, other uh, subscribers who have the same interests, who can, you know, it, it turns into this whole like building, like loyalty building upon each other but you also get the, the loyalty perks with it you know like um you get a ten dollar credit every single month that automatically applies to your next order things like that that keep you coming back and keep you subscribed but keep you incentivized to continue to actually place orders on top of having your monthly subscription uh so i'm i'm personally a big fan of more community driven subscription programs to really really keep them for retention um but i will always 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 love any kind of just like special surprise that a merchant can offer, that a retailer can offer uh, to their active subscribers, if you can like delight them with the surprise, that usually is enough to kind of keep them around because they're like, oh, you actually put some extra thought into this instead of just shipping me another box. Excellent. Yes, we have some people who put like a freebie that has to be claimed in the upcoming shipment notification so that um like it's it's not always the same or you know like that way you can actually on different renewals be giving a different freebie or, or different things like that so that people look forward to communication from you and feel like they are in relationship with your brand one thing that i thought would be interesting to kind of dive a little bit deeper into around community um because i think like I think 
when most brands think about like, okay, are we going to build a community um, for our subscribers? And is there value in that? And I think we, they get intimidated by assuming like, well, what we need is like thousands of people like in this community, right? Or, or we're going to like look like we don't have much business or a loyalist or, or things like that. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of maybe talk about the value of like when you offer something like that, even if it is a small group, if it's a hundred people who are actively engaged in whatever you have, you know, like created or what platform you're using to house the ability for them to engage. Um, I, I think there is, is value in letting the people who want to choose to be that engaged, be that engaged and to not feel like you have underperformed if that is like a small segment of your people, because those are the people who are going to bring on those nine other Peloton uh, buyers, right? Exactly. So uh, have you faced that in any way or, or like seen people get intimidated by starting communities and had to overcome that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every, every community starts at zero. So you mm-hmm. always have to find your first members. But the, the, the idea, again, is, you know, if you're creating a community, especially smaller communities, it's a you give them that much more VIP experience, you know, make them feel special, add the added value in there, having direct access to certain people, being able to, uh, you know, have input into product direction, for example, getting first dibs at, you know, samples of, you know, whatever it is you might be selling and like involving them in that progress or in that process. It doesn't matter how big the community is at that point, the smaller, you can't really do that at scale for those larger communities. So there are definitely some benefits that keeping that smaller tight, tight knit community as well. And you get to know each other a little bit more one-on-one as well. And so mm-hmm. you'll be building the sub community within your own community of, of other individuals in that group. Also, the larger your communities get, the harder they are to moderate as well. So that's a very important piece to make. Right, right. And then I, I like that idea of like, there, the, the intention of community is to let people engage with each other. It's not like to create this way for the brand to more frequently communicate with a subsect of people as much as it is for them to come around like your brand's mission and feel connected by it. So love that. Um, the, the next thing that I want to talk about might be the most, the thing I'm most excited about talking about. And I think I heard you on a podcast with bold, um, kind of, or forgive me, I forgot his name. Jay. Jay, yes. <laughs> uh, it was great discussion about the potential of gift cards. And one of those was as a retention strategy. So I'd love for you to explain how merchants might use gift cards as a retention strategy. Yeah. So one of my absolute favorite examples is uh, starting with a statistic. Uh, people who use a gift card in an order as one of their their payment methods, on average, spend $59 more on that order versus someone who does not use a gift card. Now, how many emails have you gotten when it's almost your birthday, your birthday's approaching, or it is your birthday, and you're like, happy birthday, here's 10% off your order that you were never actually intending on making. But just in case, we have this 10% discount code. We all know on Shopify, you can't stack discounts. So... It, there's a difference, there's a different feeling that comes from happy birthday, 
here's a 10% discount code versus happy birthday, here's a $10 gift card to use. Because it's much easier to just, it, it feels like less of a commitment to finding something that uses a, uh, that you'll use a discount code on versus like, I'm, I'm literally getting something for free for $10. So that's one of the most important pieces that, that I love to stress when it comes to using gift cards as a, as a, a retention piece. If you have somebody who, you know, you have like your segment on Klaviyo, for example, that has like uh, these, these customers have not purchased in six months and 12 months, but maybe they have a history of purchasing with you. You can offer them a gift card. Be like, hey, we miss you. Here's a $10 gift card to use on our store. It's just, the, 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 we just like using gift cards in place of discount codes because it just, it, as I said, it just it, there's a different uh, feeling that comes from using the, the gift card over the discount code. It, tr- it feels like truly a gift instead of here's a code that everyone else is also getting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the idea of segmenting out so that you would actually be targeting both people that you are trying to um like help amplify their love for your brand and people that you are trying to bring back, right? So in the subscription world, this would work potentially with someone who might've delayed the product twice. Like you could start to look into, like maybe they need to adjust their subscription and you're advising them like, hey, looks like you've delayed a few times. You could go down to like this tier or this amount or this cadence, but you could also like, surprise them with a gift card that helps them understand like how important they are to you or th- it makes them feel valued instead of like the discount, like, which, yeah. which is not to devalue discounts, right? Like, like those are awesome. But, um, I think on top of that, just having something that they feel like they could use on anything, not just their subscription would have like a nice it would almost give them that ability to add that one-time item or try that new product that you're selling that they're not subscribed to yet. Exactly. They might want to change to or try to. Okay. So um, I'm looking in the chat to see, I feel like we have some chatter in there, which is great. Looks like Marco's dropping a lot of links. Yeah, I think one of the things I'd like to add to that actually is you can kind of make a a loyalty retention slash acquisition play with gift cards as well. Like one of my dream states for Gavalo, for example, is what I am terribly calling uh, share the love or spread the love or whatever. (laughs) We're we're workshopping it still. But let's say... I am a loyal customer. I've been, I, you know, I, I've spent well over a thousand dollars with you in the past year, for example, or I'm, I'm an active subscriber for a year now or six months now. I can be like, here's a gift card for you to use, but here's a gift card for one of your friends to try us out as well. So you can give this gift card to somebody else to use and tell them about our brand because I know you like the brand because you keep on buying us. You keep on, you, you're still subscribed. You're still purchasing, you know, placing regular orders yourself. So why not introduce us to one of your friends or family members with this $10 gift card and they can easily place their first order too. Interesting. Yes. I like, I like that. Cause, um, we used to run campaigns like in church tech all the time where it was like, it was their website that we would say like, here's what we're giving you. Plus tell another church about us and they'll get this as well kind of thing. Exactly. People love sharing the love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Excellent>. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So do we have any questions from the crowd? Any people who would like to come on? Um, we, oh, sorry. We yes. have one um, from Catherine. 
Uh, and it was funny, she asked about communities, right, as y'all kind of talked about <laughs> communities, so that was perfect. Um, so her question uh, was about, um, with communities, if you have groups, I'm getting resistance because we need to have someone to monitor it. What are some ways you can build communities without having an online group? I think having an online group is a very important part of having a community. Uh, I think it's part of a community is inner, inner communication within that community, and it's hard to do that without having some sort of group. I do know that it, you know, it does require somebody to monitor it. Um, you know, we have like the women in Shopify Facebook group, for example, but we kind of split the work between three of us admins. So any of us can go in and moderate posts, approve things, add new members, things like that. So if you're splitting the work up, it's really not that much work. Um, and then, you know, have, have rules set. So it's very clear what needs to be moderated and how the community members should be communicating within that group, you know, like no pitches and be kind to one another, you know, some of the, the most basic rules, but it's just a good reminder to always have there. And so those who are joining the group have to agree to those rules coming into it. And, you know, if for like the women in Shopify group, for example, if they don't answer those questions, we don't add them to the group because I feel like reading comprehension is also a very important skill when you join a community. Small details. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, yes. And so we have um, Jamie Levy coming on December 1st, I feel like. And um, she she does like Shopify engagement and like builds cohorts um, for Shopify merchants to kind of engage with each other. But also she, she talks a lot about like what it means to be part of a community. And I think like that could yield us some interesting conversations um, in two weeks from now uh, that I'm, I'm interested in seeing where they go because it, it, like at some point there's this concept where it's like, does, does the online Facebook group or the thing define the community or does like, because you are in this cohort, define like you are a person who lives here and loves this yeah. like define it kind of thing and so we might get some interesting um follow-up conversations around that I think you have to have you have to have one or multiple people who is wholly committed to engaging in the community from your company if you really want it to thrive agreed I think if you don't, that you're going to end up with something that feels like it's getting the effort level that you're giving it, right? Like we can't expect fans to engage around something that we're not giving them to engage around. Like, like there needs to be a strategy of how often things will be posted from the community leaders to keep the conversation lively and going. And to also be testing what does perform well in there. Like what do people want to talk more about, et cetera. So you could start with <clears throat> something that is more like testing content before like pre-launch. Like even if you had like a newsletter that was just especially for um, people who said like, I wanna be part of a community where you started giving them content to vibe off of and like either they're clicking it or they're not or they're responding to your email and saying yes I agree or they're not so you kind of have some guideposts or, or like missions to know that like you want to go after as you build and test and and let that community evolve um yeah and it's really the people within your community are the ones who define the community 
like you can you can kind of steer the ship as much as you can but it, it it comes down to who is actually in that group it's the same thing with your customers you you don't define who your customers are your customers define who you are yes yes so be a subscription brand that offers compelling reasons to subscribe <laughs> and don't make it hard to give gifts yes <laughs> excellent do we have any other questions Seth hanging out there not that I see but keep them rolling in I can hear my voice starting to go. <laughs> um, something happened. Um, so one thing that I like to do towards the end of these sessions is ask if you have a question for the crowd that is here today. Um, so we get like a variety of questions. Sometimes we have merchants who are like, yeah, just tell me about your experience with my product. Or um, we have someone in a unique position like you who has like, oh, I can use this to get a little feedback and research on a thing I'm thinking about. So you've got a crowd of um, software developers uh, from our company, as well as um, mostly, I would assume, recharge Shopify uh, merchants. And then maybe like some industry um, experts or, or people who are uh, consultants in the industry. So that's your crowd from which you would like off the top of your head, like source to ask a question to. Yeah. I mean, I love talking about gift cards. So. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm curious, uh, where's the, what is the last gift card you purchased or what was the last gift card you received? I can start if people want to to respond. I got my niece a Lululemon gift Ooh, card. It's a good one. Yeah. She just turned 18. It's killing me because <laughs> I was in college when she was born. So now I feel really old, but I, I noticed that their flow was because like I asked her mom for the, her email address and she gave me like a school email address. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm missing this. And then, um, I didn't have any response from her. So I asked her dad and he was like, yeah, she gets like tons of email. Like she has like lots of unopened email. And so I had to, he was like, just text her and make sure. And then she checked and she saw it, but I did notice that their flow was that they sent me an email that said, um, you know, like your order is confirmed, we will let you know when she has seen this. I also sent a bunch of door dashes yesterday to the recharge <laughs> team and they let me know immediately who had viewed each individual one, as well as when a certain amount of time had elapsed, they let me know who had not looked and seen. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. It's there's uh, currently $15.3 billion in unused gift cards in the US alone. So that's a lot of money on the table that's not being spent when it could be spent. So those types of things, like reminding people to use their gift cards and making it easy to track when a gift card is being used or hasn't been used, uh, or an easy way for the gift recipient to thank the person for receiving a gift card. I uh, I got it wasn't a gift card. Um, one of my or my my director of uh, operations from the tap room sent me an Uber Eats uh, <laughs> actually sitting on my 
desk right now. She sent me donuts this morning. I Yay. ate one of them clearly um, as a congratulations and good luck today for uh, Gavalo <laughs> being featured. And I received another Uber Eats gift card in my email today that was used for lunch. So I am, I am powered by Uber Eats this, this <laughs> today. That's pretty great. Okay, so this prompts a question for me and then I wanna go through the chat and, and explain who people are giving gift cards to and why. But how do we feel about the gift e having the option to have what they bought with the gift card shared with the giver i think they'd in their have purchase to, like they'd, they'd have, have to, to say yes yeah, yeah like they'd have to like in the checkout flow it would be like do you want whoever gave you this gift card to see yeah what you used it on because I kind of would like that if, you know, like if my mom gave me something, like it'd be different if I'm on Amazon buying something like, you know, like not glamorous, like groceries Here are these air sort. filters for a humidifier. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, mom. No, my, my mom or my grandma would absolutely love if I could share, like, this is what I actually spent the money on um, because that's usually I end up getting gift cards for, for birthdays and, uh, for holidays mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just so much easier, especially, um, I have expensive taste and <laughs> usually those gift cards help contribute to something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting flow to consider is like the option to, when you are redeeming the card, have this, the sender be alerted that you've a like used it or b like used it on this exact item. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Okay. So what do we have in the chat? We have some people who got um, a birthday gift card reward from Anthropology. Uh, gift card for the Nintendo store. That's Seth. Seth has a gaming newsletter if anyone wants to go check Very that cool. out. <laughs> um, and Calvin says he got like a dozen Netflix gift cards because his mother-in-law misunderstood how Netflix works and thought we had to individually purchase movies that's so precious <laughs> <laughs> all right that's the best give your mother-in-law yeah. um like please thank her individually for each one <laughs> <laughs> and let her know she was live on subscription e-commerce <laughs> live in a discussion about this so any other questions from our crowd or you kelly i appreciate you coming on today it's been such a pleasure yeah, thank you so much for having me. I don't see any other. I, I like to give like a pause, right? Like someone will interject one at the very last second. All right. So if you want to find out more about Kelly, Govalo, et cetera, like let's go through the website URLs um, yes. where you can find all the things that she and her team produce. Yes. So Gavalo is uh, G-O-V-A-L-O. -O, so you can go to gavalo.com for that. Uh, the tap room is T-H-E-T-A-P-R-O-O-M.com, which is a really fun name because I was like, oh, the tap room, nobody could possibly mispronounce that. The number of people who are like, is this Kelly from Theta Proom? <laughs> what is Theta Proom? <laughs> It's, it's very Greek. It's very Greek. Yes. But I'm not sure what prune is and I don't <laughs> want to find out. 
So yes, there's Gavallo.com, there's the taproom.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, very active there at K-V-L-L-Y is my handle on there. Um, if you do have any Gavallo questions, you can reach out to hello at Gavallo.com. Awesome. Okay. So go find all of these things. If you are a Shopify merchant and you want to get Govalo going before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, head over there and then um, feel free to drop off. I'm going to, while I have captive attention and some people on my team in here, um, I think going to ask a question that would be interesting and that would be, what, what do we discuss? It was that, if you have both, like, so if you have um, Gavalo on your Shopify and Arpu, that um, what we wanted to explain is the way they would work together right now. And I may do like, I may butcher this and then Caitlin will come in and like save me. But the way I think it would work is that you've got Gavalo gift cards set up as an item that you sell in Shopify. And then you would, in your ARPU account, choose it to be something that appears as an upsell item in your upcoming shipment notification to subscribers, at which point, if they chose that, they would be sent to our quick checkout, which is not going to give them an option to send it to someone. So then it would just go to them on the date of um, their subscription renewal. So at that point, what kind of email are they getting? So it'll say you've received a gift card from Stormy mm -hmm. and give you the link to open up the, the gift card code. Uh, so you can share that with somebody else. Um, it doesn't, it, it, we hide the details section if it's, or it might just say like it's to you from the store name, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can, you can share that link with somebody else. You can use, you can copy the gift card code directly from there. Uh, but yeah, that, that should work. Um, even if there's no, if there's no delivery date associated with it, we assume that it's supposed to be sent immediately. Okay. Right. So it would charge when recharge charged because exactly. that's when everything. It's when the, when the order gets created in Shopify, when it's marked as paid, that's when mm -hmm. we receive that information to then create the gift card and send it out. If, if, if it's time to send it out. Got it. Do Excellent. you own the checkout process on your end? Caitlin, can we, can well, we use that Caitlin's verb? not here. Oh, um, oh no, it's Nick. Sorry. Um, it's all right. Uh, she hopped off. Nick but, knows. Uh, how that would work is um, the, the checkout process. We basically use recharges checkout. Um, okay. So when somebody would go to purchase that, it would process as part of the charge. So it'd be lumped in on the charge date. So whatever that upcoming charge date is, it would process that payment at that time. And so I assume that's the point at which the email would be sent from Govalo. That's uh, correct. Yes. Okay. So yes, Jill, that would be your workaround um, until like a recharge integration is available. And it would, it would work in a way that sent you a copy it, that sends you the gift card, like the, um, not you, you, but the buyer. Mm -hmm. So the subscriber would then get the gift card and be able to share that with someone else. They would not be able to have it sent to someone yeah. else through this process. So I recommend doing some testing first um, okay. because <laughs> gift cards can only be used on the first purchase and they can't be ap applied to subsequent orders. Mm -hmm. So 
that's that's what we're working. We're we're building a workaround around that. Actually, using a discount code instead. So we we'll use a discount code. You purchase a gift card for like three months worth of a subscription. It's a, it's a discount code that can be used that that's used across three three months or three renewals, for example, um, for a specific dollar amount. Excellent. Okay. So if we have any other questions, I think we have a few people in here who might be in there testing some of that for us soon. Do not hesitate to let us know um, what your testing results are. We've been doing a little work on our end and Nick is fully in the know and heads up customer success. So he will be happy to answer your questions or help you with that. But it was such a pleasure to have Kelly on. I'm excited for the holiday season. I'm excited for gift cards. I'm excited for the potential to like at least have a stopgap with supply chain issues that I know a lot of people are facing right now. Um, I, I have my own supply chain problems that I feel like I, I can't even share, but there was one question in the chat that I think it would be a great um, note to end on. And that was, now we want to know what you did to get nine people to purchase Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I could show everyone. You. This is going to be like the strategy, like, yeah, lesson, um, that everyone's going to be like, okay, how can I get my, my buyers to do this thing? You know, when you're talking about you, you, you're talking about a song or, or a certain topic and like a person comes to mind being like, oh, that's who I associate with that thing. I talk about Peloton so much on every form of social media to the point where it just like annoys everybody involved. Uh, to I get I get DMs on Twitter now being like, oh, I, you're apparently the the unofficial Peloton influencer of the developer community. Can you answer my questions about buying a Peloton? I'm like, absolutely. This is the best like my best career choice I've ever made. Uh, I love it. So yeah, I and and when I I get these referrals because I they get $100 off of their uh, their supplies that they buy with the Pelotons, like the shoes and the mat, things like that. And I get $100 towards the apparel store, which is also powered by Shopify, by the way. Uh, they need to be using our really, they, they don't offer gift cards right now. And I, just, I think there's a really great solution that they should look into using. Um, so might, you know, talk to them about that. Uh, but yeah, so I have gotten $900 worth of uh, apparel from Peloton and I wear it everywhere. And so, yeah, it's, it's a cycle and it's, it's working, it's working because it gets people talking. And then, you know, I've with nine people, that's what $2,000 a bike, it adds up. <laughs> okay. So become, encourage your your subscribers to become the influential voice in whatever their little sub community cohort of, of places they exist and reward them in, in meaningful ways. If exactly. there is the, a, a successful referral. Yeah. I won't buy $90 leggings just flat out, but if you give me hundred dollars off, I will certainly buy some leggings. Yeah. And that's that hundred dollars from them is well spent. Exactly. Yes. If one, if one $100 discount code gets them a, a $2,000 purchase, I think that's a pretty good ROI. <laughs> Don't need to do the math on that one. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So JD is talking about something that we have in the works. Anybody who's watching the chat, um, this, I might have to kick to Nick as yeah. well, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to say ARPU customers get excited because we are, we are currently working on and we'll be releasing like my, my map on this in dev speak is soonish, right? Um, accurate. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Next week. 
ish, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. Um, But so the thing we are working on that we're super excited about is a way for people to, from the ARPU email, uh, say like click, there's a gift um, box in there that has a couple of items that they want to promote as like, you should buy these as gifts for, for other people. And so you click from there, you click shop gifts, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like feeling generous shop gifts. And it works similarly to our one-time add-on, except for it takes you to like a little marketplace of things that are suggested as gifts um, for purchase. So the question is, would a Govalo gift card be able to be placed in that marketplace? Because at that point, they are filling out a form about um, the gift message and who is the recipient and who they're sending it to. And my assumption from a non-developer's mind is that we would have to build the integration so that the form fields spoke with your form fields um, and communicated the right delivery. But Nick is going to like maybe make yeah, that. I'm, I'm, we, we'll need to test it. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I actually, Classic. my suspicion is that it's going to work uh, seamlessly um, because what we actually do with this um, which JD has, you know, spilled the yeah. way to spill the beans, CEO. Um, <laughs> but we what, hadn't gone public with that one yet. <laughs> allowing them to pick a new, so we're creating a new item, a new charge, okay. a new charge. So it would be processed on a new date and then sent, you know, at that time. And that yeah. charge belongs to the gift recipient. Um, mm-hmm. even though it's being, you know, paid for elsewhere. So we'd have to test some things, um, especially with the email of, of exactly how that gets sent. But I think probably that's something that we could get working relatively easily. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. So that's <laughs> yeah, we can meet your meeting on the books as we get closer to development and release. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been an interesting journey with uh, Gavalo. Um, we're not only gift card app, but we're also infrastructure for powering the gifting for a lot of, uh, for, 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 for a number of new, you know, our new tech partners who have not been able to offer gifts in the past. So yeah. it's exciting. Yay. All right. Well, thank you for the gift you've given us today. Oh, thanks. Uh, being a with pun. us. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you would die on our team. <laughs> People are in agreement that I, I pun often and I pun hard. It's the way to, it's the way to live. Honestly. It's really the only way to live. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap this up once one more time. <laughs> Thank you everyone for attending. Thank you, Kelly, for um, sprinkling down the wisdom of uh, gifting and what can be done and what people should be doing. We look forward to the next session. You guys come back and join us on, I think it's December 1st, Jamie Levi, Levi, Levi. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk anymore. Um, where we'll probably be diving like even further into this concept of community and subscription and ways to build that in like a natural way that like actually follows the mission of your brand. So see you back here. You'll get the replay emails. You'll get the snippets online. Go follow us. Um, we're on YouTube and LinkedIn right now um, with Get Our Poo. So look for Get Our Poo, not Our Poo. And um, we're there and, and we're just like making little scenes and shouting um, about all of the things that we care about, which have to do with customer experience in the subscription sector. So 
Thanks again.